Welcome to the commute home. This is Derek. I'm in the studio right now waiting for Nick to call in as usual. And this week we weren't sure exactly what we were going to do until Sunday night. Nick sent me a text and he said, Idea for this week. Movie news and Oscars review. LOL. Hashtag. Oscars so suck. <laughs> so Nick, Nick likes watching the award shows. Me it was never really my thing. But he got me interested. So I started kind of looking in the Oscars this year, looking at the winners and the losers. And we decided to kind of put together a little kind of our version of an Oscar show. And the name of it is... The Grungettas. Yay! Now, you may ask, why do we call it the Grungettas? Well, why do they call it the Oscars? That, that was my first question. So I went online and I went to the most, you know, perfect resource on the internet, Wikipedia, and I looked some stuff up and I checked a couple other websites and they all agreed in the same thing. So they call it the Academy Awards, they call it the Oscars, what's the difference? So apparently when they first made the Academy Awards statues, one of the librarians for the Academy Awards looked at the statue and goes, huh, that looks like my Uncle Oscar. And the name caught on, if you actually believe that, which I do not. <laughs> Seriously, one librarian for the Academy Award says, oh, that looks like my uncle. So everyone starts calling him the, her uncle's name, Oscar. I don't know. It seems a little fishy. You know, the first Oscars, the first Academy Awards was in 1929. Ten years beforehand in 1919, Oscar Meyer Corporation established its headquarters in Madison, Wisconsin. Coincidence? Hmm. And we all know what else happened in 1929, don't we? The stock market collapsed. So, yeah, I don't know. I think there's something up with this whole Oscar thing. But us, we are the Grungettas. Why are we the Grungettas? Because Oscar the Grouch's best friend and girlfriend from Sesame Street's name is Grungetta, so take that, Oscars. So the uh, Oscars were highly contested this year. Really, just <laughs> like everyone seemed to be unhappy. And for someone like me, a regular moviegoer, I kind of scratch my head at this show. Of the 10 highest grossing movies in the box office this year, only one won an Oscar. That's insane. That one was Black Panther, of course. But seriously, numbers 2 through 10 didn't win a single Oscar. Actually, num number 11 didn't win an Oscar either. You have to go down to the 12th highest grossing movie of the year to see another Oscar winner. So, what's up, Hollywood? You know, you're not getting it done. The Academy is not getting it done. The Grungettas, we're going to do it. I think the big problem with the Academy Awards is it needs categories. And it needs more categories than the Golden Globes. So it needs categories like the Grammys. It needs a bajillion categories. And what, the, what we need are categories like best action film, best uh, horror film, best sci-fi film, best drama. Don't lump together comedies and musicals in one category. There should be two different categories. So best musical and best comedy. I think... <laughs> I think we'd see more movies in that top, top 10 list uh, win Oscar gold if that happened. So, you know, that's what I think we should go to. But until then, that's not going to happen. So the Grungettas are going to come and we're going to save everybody. So here we go. Let's rock it up and let's do our version of the Grungettas. This is Nick calling in. Uh, from the car today, and we're gonna we're gonna have the first annual Grungetta Award. Hey yo, hey Yay! yo! 
All right, man. So, uh, this, so this is a much better version of the Oscars. Uh, I'm going to give you my opinion. You're going to hear Nick's opinion, and then we're, we're going to have a, we're going to have fun with this. So let's start off with uh, Best Picture, probably the most highly contested part of the Oscars on Sunday night with the Green Book winning. Uh, some people hated the movie. Some people thought it was it was nominated for the wrong reasons. Some people thought it was watered down. Twitter exploded when that was named uh, Best Picture, just kind of like how Spike Lee kind of ex- exploded in the theater. Uh, so I didn't want to touch that movie. Uh, you know what I mean, Nick? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, you know, we know what the controversy is. Let's, let's leave it alone. I don't want to upset anybody and we want to stay upbeat and positive. That's right. And, and, and it's all this controversy over the 38th highest grossing film of last year in the U.S. and making only 69 million. 38 number 38 my pick for bet for best picture wasn't even nominated it was the number two movie making 679 million dollars it made two billion dollars worldwide only the fourth movie ever to make two billion dollars plus that was the avengers infinity war i mean huge huge cast uh brave they, they you know I, I, you know, people couldn't believe what they did with it and honestly it was a movie where kids walked out of that theater crying. And then a week later, they went back and saw it again. To me, that was a huge statement. Uh, I love that film. Any movie that can make kids cry, I think is a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Very nice. (laughs) I love the Infinity War. However, I think the best picture should go to a movie that was actually nominated for Best Picture, and that's Black Panther. You talk about the cast, Black Panther had it. It was funny, it was sad, it was happy. The whole nine yards, it was it's a touching story. Love Black Panther, should have won Best Picture. And it does win Best Picture in my Grungetto Award. Very nice. Yeah, the number one film of last year made $700 million. It was also an international phenomenon because it was like the first inter, uh, African-American cast uh, that did well internationally. So that was a big milestone achievement for it. Absolutely. Next, we have actress in a supporting role. Now, I, I can't disagree with how the Oscars got this when they got Re- Regina King for If Bill Street Could Talk. I didn't see the movie, but Regina King is awesome. She is a great actress. Yeah. I love her as Huey in the Boondocks. I like her as Huey and Riley in the Boondocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Riley. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. The Boondocks. Yes. Uh, so, however, I'll give my Grungetta for Best Supporting Actress to is it Letitia right wouldn't that be Letitia Letitia maybe it's Letitia no offense to Letitia or Letitia but Shuri from Black Panther she stole every single scene she was in I love Shuri I love the just the comedy the great character and she did an awesome job absolutely uh what, what's your favorite line from her you know, I don't have necessarily a favorite line, but that scene where she sets up uh, Black Panther to uh, T'Challa to kick the um, the new uh, vibranium suit, mm-hmm. and like he kicks it across the room, and then <laughs> wait a minute, I take it back when he was wearing the the flip flops, and she said, "What are those?" Talking about his shoes, 
where she could see his feet. Yeah. That that was that was it right there. What are those? <laughs> Why do you have your toes out in my lap? But you don't like my royal sandals. For me, my favorite line of hers was, I call them sneakers. Guess what I call them? Sneakers. Because you... Never mind. Oh, dude, that was good. That was good. That's good. <laughs> so I actually agree with you on this. I actually, I thought two women should get it. She was one of, one of the two. Uh, and the second person I get... I thought you'd get it was also from black uh, Panther. It is a Koye herself, AKA uh, Michonne from the walking dead. Uh, Dania Guerrero, 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 Guerrero. God, we're, yeah. we're great we'll with names. With we're going with Yeah. 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 Garura. It's an I though. So I don't know. Guerrero. I think it's Yeah. I should look it up. Okay. Very good. But yeah, she's awesome too. Yeah. She, <laughs> I, I mean, what a, you don't want to talk about a strong female character. Wow. Yeah, she's very strong. You know, has got some good one-liners. Just a heck of an actress. Great action sequences. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. When you said we are going to open Wakanda to the rest of the world, this is not what I imagined. And what did you imagine? The Olympics. Maybe even a Starbucks. And I would have loved to have seen her make an acceptance speech. I think that would have been epic. Which one? D- Dania? Uh, yeah. Why is that? I just, I don't know. She just strikes me as the type of person, like, she would have, there would have been a lot of feeling behind that speech if she would have mm. won an award for that character. Okay. All right, so moving on, next one we have is uh, actor in a supporting role. Uh, now, this one, um, Mr. Ali from Green Book won this one. <laughs> pretty contested i'm gonna completely stay away from that movie altogether. and again it's the number 39 movie of the year last year there is a movie out there that is in the top 10 and i believe the only reason why it's in the top 10 is because of a great supporting actor someone that actually made the movie so much more enjoyable to watch and that is michael pena and atman and the wasp and that movie ended up being number nine making 216 million Michael Pena is hilarious in that movie. If he was not in that movie, I guarantee you that movie would not be number nine. I, I agree with you. If Michael Pena isn't in that movie, I talked about uh, the the female that played Sherry stealing the scenes. Man, it, Michael Pena stole that entire freaking movie in, in Ant Man and the Wasp. Most enjoyable part of that movie, in my opinion, he did an excellent job. Yeah, he did. My my best supporting actor goes to. The one and the only, another top 10 movie, I believe, Max from The Grinch. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that was the number seven movie la- last year, making $270 million. So why Max? Because Max gave it all. He left it all on the screen. Every scene, he gave it his every bit. He was shit on that entire movie, but he still stayed behind The Grinch all the way up until the point where his heart grew three sizes and Max was like, I knew that shit was coming. So you think that Max, uh, the character should win the best supporting role as an actor? Yeah. He's a male, right? (laughs) Okay. Interesting. I, but it's the Grungettas. It's our rules. So I guess that'll go. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> we make the rules in this bitch. 
<laughs> Could you imagine if you gave Max from the Grinch a statue and he'd just kind of look at it. He's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that thing? <laughs> he, like, chews it up and throws it. You know, it reminds me of the MTV Awards uh, back in the day where um, Gollum won awards. And they, they had, like, the, like, they actually animated him accepting the award and all that. It was hilarious. It'd be like oh, that. yeah, see, exactly. If Gollum can win, so can Max. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're a liar! I'm the thief! It's mine! I won it! It was me! because of me! I'm me! MTV is my friend! My friend! You don't have any friends! Nobody likes you! Gummy likes me! Gummy! Gummy's a f***ing f***! That's enough, Gollum. Piss off, circus, you stupid, fat, rough-ass f***ing turd! I'm, I'm not fat. We're not gonna thank anyone, no, no! Not you, not MTV, and not those pics of pussy bendits at Water Digital! And Peter Jackson, my precious! Who do you think you are, you f***ing hack? Shame on you! Shame on you! Go f*** yourself! No, Frankie, nothing can compensate for the long hours of low pay and miserable experience we've had making this f***ing movie. And if you f***ing a little tub of gold popcorn, the stable remotes make up for everything we've suffered, you're sadly f***ing mistaken. You're all bastards. MTV sucks. We hate you all. Good night. <laughs> next a foreign language film so the w- winner of this was roma uh, which is actually the first film that was not released in theaters this is a netflix movie it's the first ever netflix movie to win an oscar that's pretty huge and that is huge. i've seen the movie and i get it it actually is it's very artistic it's very beautiful the cinematography is amazing it's 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 a beautiful film to watch so so them winning the, the award i get it and that's probably a good choice on their part if i wanted to you know bend the rules a little bit like naming max best supporting actor you know stuff like that i would bend the rules a little bit and just say you know for me best foreign language film crazy rich asians the number 17 film making 174 million the phenomenon that came out last year Hell yes, we are breaking barriers at the Grungettas, folks. We are breaking down barriers. Crazy decisions, right. man. That's hard to argue. That was a great foreign language film, uh, <laughs> and I understood half of what was going on. I loved it. Nice, nice. How about you? So I'm gonna follow in your. I'm gonna follow in your footsteps. I'm not gonna go crazy rich Asians, but I'm gonna go with the same movie that I thought should have won Best Picture, and I'm gonna go with Black Panther. There were subtitles, so it was a foreign language film. That's Mark r- it down, baby. That's right. That They were speaking a little South African in that. that so, okay. Okay. Not a, not a huge stretch. I get it. Yep. That's how we roll the Grungettas. That's right. Next category was documentary shorts. Uh, <laughs> so, because I, I saw that it won, I actually, I went on, and uh, this week, I watched uh, the winner of, of this category for the Oscars, which was called Period, End of Sentence. So <laughs> I went, I found it on Netflix. I went and I read the synopsis. And what I, what I read was Indiana woman fighting the stigma surrounding menstruation and, be, and begins manufacturing 
uh, sanitary pads. And did I'm, you say Indiana woman? Woman? Yes, I did because that's I'm not a good reader sometimes, and I so I read this and I'm like, God, Indiana is so backwards still <laughs> to this day. What is going on with Indiana? And then I start the documentary, and then within a minute, I'm like, Oh, it said Indian as an in India, not Indiana. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't remember that being an issue when I lived there. <laughs> when did the they film this movie? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I did watch this documentary. It was sweet. It was cute. Um, out of all the documentary shorts, I hadn't seen any of them. So I'm going to let that one slide. I'm going to say that's the winner. Any contention? No, no contention. All right. So moving on to the next category, we have got the documentary feature. The winner of this category on the Oscars was Free Solo, which actually I haven't seen this movie. I haven't gotten a chance. But from what I've heard about it, sounds really good. I'm looking forward to seeing it sometime. Me, but since I never saw it, I know this is kind of weak. I got to go with Making a Murderer. Uh, it, that is a Netflix series, documentary series. And oh my God, I binge watched that. Like I binge watched them, like the Marvel TV shows on Netflix. I love that documentary series. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue with this one because I've never seen it at all. So, uh, but yeah. Okay. And my documentary, uh, lo, uh, was a long form, right? Is won't you be my neighbor? Good choice. A documentary about uh, Mr. Rogers. Really good choice. Uh, that one I did see. I, I caught that one on HBO. Uh, yeah, and in the theaters, it was number 98 last year. It made $22 million and uh, had a lot of people talking and a lot of people crying. So good choice. I, I do like that choice. Good deal. Good deal. For original song, um, the winner went to, went to Shallow from A Star Is Born. Yeah, I I get it. I I, I get it. it. It was very Lady Gaga. It really sounded like something that she did, and I I get where they're coming from with that one. And uh, to me, though, like I, when I heard the song in the movie, I kept on waiting for Lady Gaga to break into la 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 di da. You know that whole thing, but it never happened. <laughs> uh yeah they sound exactly the same yep yep for uh for me uh my <laughs> my song of, my original song of last year has to come from deadpool 2 the number six movie last year last year making 318 million dollars and that is you can't stop this mother effer <laughs> I, I, when i heard that song in the theater I started laughing so hard. I when I got home, I downloaded it instantly. So iTunes got my buck twenty nine for that song. Funny, very funny. You know what song I'm talking about, right? Yep, I know exactly what song you're talking about. I can't, I can't argue, I can't argue what you what you said there either. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good song. However, uh, my 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 grungetta has to go to 
Again, another song that was nominated, and that's All the Stars by uh, Kendrick Lamar, and I believe it's pronounced SZA. SZA. That makes uh, sense. I mean, it's spelled like RZA with an S, so okay. I think it's SZA. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I did the same thing. When I heard that song, I went home, put that on, uh, put that on my Spotify, and uh, listened to that song numerous times. Very catchy. Very short, but very catchy. That album, I saw. I, I own that entire album. I listened to that entire album at least twenty times. It's. Uh, I think Kendrick Lamar did a really good job with that entire soundtrack. A lot of good tracks on it, and just the, the, it really has a style and a flow, and um, it's it's very well done. I, I, I got to give that guy props. I, I, I agree. The entire album, I lo- I liked a lot, which is hard for me this day, uh, these days in hip hop albums. Yeah, absolutely. Now, another great soundtrack and another great song was a uh, sunflower from uh, Into the Spider Verse. And I, I've been looking around; I can't find any information. It was not nominated, and no one's talking about it online. So I, I don't get that. My my nine year old loves that song. It's a good song, and for it to not even be nominated, I'm I'm shocked by. Yeah, I'm very surprised that it wasn't nominated at all. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Grungettas, we're fixing stuff, man. We would have nominated it. It wasn't a one, but we would have nominated Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the next category is animated feature film. My Grungetta definitely goes to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The number 16 uh, on, on the list from last year, making $184 million. It was such a good movie. It's going to end up being one of my favorite comic book movies of all time, not just animated movies. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Soundtrack was awesome. The animation style was brand new and fresh. Storyline was epic. Parts of the movie were scary, like like scary in, in an animated movie. Uh, it was just, you know, big cast, a lot of great voice talent, really well done. Yeah, I I, I can tell you what, like, from what I've heard, that movie sounds amazing, so I definitely can't argue. I still haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to reserve judgment on that one. Not It won't win my Grangetta just because I haven't seen it, but what will win is The Grinch because I love The Grinch. I love Scott Mosier and, and company's uh, take on the, on the, the new Grinch. It, it respected the old one, but uh, it, was, it was nice and updated, and I... I really thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Nice. And that was the number seven movie last year, making $270 million. So that's a, that's a fair choice. That's honest. Yeah. If you saw Spider-Man, you would have picked that. <laughs> I probably would have. And what, I, 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 will re, I will probably retract this statement you know, later on once I actually see that movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next one is uh, Adapted Screenplay, and the winner for this was Spike Lee's first ever Oscar, Black Klansman. Uh, you know, really happy that Spike Lee, you know, won one, uh, but it wasn't my choice. Uh, and, and, you know, you and I have talked about this. Any movie that's based on a true story, it's just not going to have the action and the thrills. and not going to be as good as something that's pure fiction. And that's something that always holds, like, holds me back from picking something based on a true story as a winner in a category like this. What do you say? 
yeah, I tend to, I tend to agree with you. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's circling around. Maybe based on a true story should be a, uh, a, a category, you know, in my world where we have more, you know, more genres, more categories and award shows, maybe that should be a category by itself. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. But until that day comes, we're going to play by the Oscars rules for now. Me, I had a hard time with this one. I really, I kind of had a three-way tie for this one, and I can't figure out which one I would go with. Uh, the first one was the number two movie, Avengers Infinity War. I read the original comic books as a kid. They weren't that good. What they did with that storyline and what they did with Thor and what they did with uh, uh, Thanos. And this how they put that all together, just it was fantastic what, what they turned it into uh, compared to the source material. It's so much better than the source material, which you don't hear of a lot in, in movies. Next one is Crazy Rich Asians. Like I said, the number 17 movie, it's a phenomenon. You know, that, that, that movie has done so well. And, it, you know, it's finally we're serving an underserved audience. And that's great to see. And my number three movie, I got to say it because I love this movie. I, I've seen this movie at least a dozen times at home. That's how much I like this film. And it did nothing in the box office. It was number 24, making $137 million. Ready Player One. I, I got I to gotta give it a shout out because I really, really like that movie. Man, I, I love Ready Player One. I love the book. I love the movie. I thought it was ambitious. It was just a, it was a, that man, that was a great movie. And I tell you what, I, I probably would have picked that if you wouldn't have picked that because I liked it so much. But uh, to play devil's advocate, I'm going to give my best adapted screenplay uh, to my favorite movie of the year, Black Panther. It wins it all. Yeah. All the time. It's not a bad pick. I mean, I, you know, what they did with Black Panther 2 was, uh, you know, the writers, they went back to the source material and they went through like the entire like comic book lineage of Black Panther and they picked the best parts of the Black Panther and put them all together into one storyline. You know, it, so it's really good to the source material without copying the source material. So it, I think it's a great pick. I totally get it. Yeah. And, and my second would have been uh, The Meg, which was based on a book. Because it was my favorite shark movie of the year. Your favorite shark? Is, is that a category in Nick's world? Uh, favorite yeah. shark movie? I think there should be favorite shark, best shark movie of the year and best dinosaur movie of the year. That's what I think. <laughs> well, best dinosaur movie. Well, that's, that's almost not fair because whatever Jurassic Park comes out or Jurassic World comes out, that's, that, that's like an auto win every year. Well, some, they need to step up their damn game then. Yeah, and they're stopped making Sharknados too, so I don't know. The shark uh, category is uh, kind of wide open right now. Uh, yeah, I know. Supposedly. They're supposedly done making sh- Sharknados, I should say. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, original screenplay. Uh, winner of this was, again, Green Book. Not touching it. You know, the number 39 film. <laughs> Twitter hates it. Uh, I'm just going to leave it right there. Me, you know, I like horror films. I like, I like the fact I like seeing new ideas. I like seeing some new concepts I've never seen before. Something that's kind of outside the, the current genre. And I feel like I got that in the number 15 movie, making 188 million. I gave it to a Quiet Place. I thought it was original and it blew me away. Mm, I like that. I like. I've heard nothing but great things about a Quiet Place. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, however, 
I, again, I've heard great things about it. I do look forward to watching that flick. Um, I gave my Grungetta to a, to a movie kind of like what you said, a movie that, like, I don't know, like, it, 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 it's been done before, but I thought it was, like, something fresh, and I don't, you don't really see them a lot of times, and I was, I was very surprised on how good it was, and that was Den of Thieves. Ooh, good poll. That is a very good poll. That was a good flick. Yeah, that movie was so much better than it deserved to be. I mean, the acting and and everything. I mean, when you see like Fifty Cent in a movie, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> and to be honest, <laughs> and to be honest with Gerard Butler nowadays, uh oh. But uh, I tell you what, man, like Den of Thieves. I walked out of the the theater with that movie, and I was like, hell yeah, that movie was badass. Yeah, I you know I you're right. I, I you know kind of like it's like the same thought process that I have. It's original. I've never seen anything quite like that before. You know, the, you know the cop squad, the ones that take down the real real bad guys. The you know the, these are the killers that kill the killers basically. Uh, you know, and and you know the partying and the drinking and all that. It was cool. It was very cool. I'm, I'm I mean I'm looking forward to the sequel as well. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Really looking forward to seeing the sequel. All right. And our next category in the Grangettas is actor in a leading role. Ugh. Rami Malek won this for, for Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. I, I have a problem with this one big time. Uh, you know, the movie, I, th- I thought the movie was okay. I like I liked the movie. Uh, but And I like Rami. You know, I like him in this movie. I like him in uh, Mr. Robot. But to me, I don't think he gave us the best performance of the year. I really, I thought he did a good job. I didn't think he did the best, my opinion. For for me, uh, without a doubt, who should have won this is William Defoe at Enemy of the Gate. Enemy of the Gate, huh? Yeah, or at I'm sorry, at Enemy's Gate. You know, it was at Enemy's Gate. Okay. And honestly, it was it was number 198 on the list, making two million. So did not do well at all. Uh, and to be honest, I didn't even see the movie, but it's William Defoe. He's good in everything he does. He's great in everything he does. Why has he not won this award yet is ridiculous. Give it to him. Just give it to him. William Defoe has never won Best Actor? No. That's an injustice. I think so. Wow. He's phenomenal. He's wow. everything. I mean, I mean, every movie he's ever been in, he's just phenomenal. Even, you know, small parts, he blows me away. Yeah. I... I I, man, I can't argue. I can't argue that at all. However, I will. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, we must have been thinking the same way because, like, I liked uh, Rami Malik as, um, as Freddie Mercury. However, going along the same lines as you, just because I just don't think it was the best acting of the year, I have a tie. My first one goes my, my my first one would be Benicio del Toro in Sicario 2 Day of something or other because it's fucking Benicio del Toro man come on dude how can how can he be in any movie in a year and not be the best actor however my tie goes to Josh Brolin who was not only Thanos but he was Cable, 
And he was also in Sicario, too. That dude made all the freaking money this year. He deserves the, the, the award, in my opinion. Yeah, three movies in one year with um, Infinity War, uh, Deadpool 2, and Sicario 2. That's, uh, that's a lot. That's definitely a lot. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Come too. Come a long way since Goonies. You know, and, and, and I, I've heard interviews with, um, with Brolin this year. Like, he was on Mark, Mark Maron's podcast. He really is an actor's actor. He really studies the art and takes it very seriously. Uh, and I guess that's why he and uh, Del Toro get along so well, is because they're both just nutty about, about the art, and they're very into it. So, absolutely. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm going to give an honor, honorable mention to one other actor real quick, too, since you had a tie. So you, okay. had, you had a tie. I'm going to have, I'm gonna have like a, a, not a second place, but like a 1.5 place. Uh, okay. Number 11 on the list did $213 million. And the movie was not that good, to be honest. But it was one actor, the, the lead actor, that just carried this movie on his shoulders and brought it to number 11 on the list. And that's Tom Hardy and Venom. <laughs> I liked the movie. I did a review of the movie, but it could have been a lot better. And the only person that made that movie as good as it was, was Tom Hardy. I literally carried that thing on his shoulders. So I got to give him respect and props. Yeah. Yeah. That movie doesn't make half of what it, what it made if it weren't for Tom Hardy in that movie, I think. I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Good pull. Good job. All right. And for the next Grungetta, we have actress in a leading role. Winner was Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. Who? Okay. Uh, Olivia. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see this movie, did you? <laughs> no, not at all. No. And I probably never will. Yeah. But, you know, and again, this, this is another one that's a great injustice. Uh, that I think, you know, for me, it's like what we talked about with uh, Defoe and what we talked about with others. Um, it's, you know, someone who wasn't even nominated for this, for this, and I think completely deserved it and did an awesome job. And that's Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, man. Hell yeah. It was number 21 this year, $159 million. It was the first, um, October opening ever to happen with a female lead. That was number one. Um, she is the queen of scream. Let's give the queen her crown. So for me, hundred percent, give this to Jamie Lee Curtis. I love this pick. I love this pick. Jamie, in that movie, I love that freaking movie. I'm glad she came back to do it. I hope she comes back for even more. Love this pick. My Grungetta goes to my uh, celebrity crush. Don't tell my wife. And that's Constance Wu. Really? Yes, sir. For Crazy Rich Asians. Interesting. So why'd you pick her? I just, dude, I, okay, first of all, I watched that movie. First of all, I like her as an actress. She's on this TV show, Fresh Off the Boat. It's funny. It's hilarious. She's awesome. Okay. And then I watched this movie, which I had, like, I heard about it, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll watch the damn movie. The movie was so much better than I wanted it to be. I love that Mahjong scene at the end. That that was powerful. That was gangster, dude. That was so fucking gangster. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was so good, man. I love that scene. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, the next Grungetta is Best Director. The winner of this for the Oscars was Alfonso 
Curran. Do you know how to say his last name? Yeah, Curran. It was Alfonso. It was Alfonso Curran, the director of Roma. All right, I gotta say it. Probably not a bad pick. Uh, it was a pretty darn good movie. The, the the directing was astounding. You know, a lot of shots set up that were like these long five minute single camera shots. Shots that were you know turning corners and turning angles and falling throughout the entire scene. Done really well, really really well. So I can't fault the Oscars on that one. The directing was great. He in the last six years, uh, five of the six. Uh, Best Director winners have actually been from Mexico. Really? Yeah. If I, yeah, yeah. And and the sixth person was a, a Frenchman. So, but yeah. So, uh, in the last six years, it's been uh, three Mexican directors have won uh, five times. And these three guys, for them. yeah. And these three guys are actually friends in real life. And and the people call them the three amigos of cinema. Uh, pretty crazy. Inset three amigos. Sound clip. We are the three amigos. We are the three amigos. We are the Interesting information, though. I had no idea that they were the three amigos of, uh, uh, of what did you say, a Mexican? Three amigos of cinema. Cinema, cinema. Dude, that's that's all. They, they make some great movies, man. Those are good for them. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy they won. Alfonso uh, Alfonso Cuarón has won twice with Roma and Gravity. Uh, Guillermo uh, Guillermo del Toro won last year with The Shape of Water, and Alejandro Inuartu won twice with The Revenant and Birdman. So, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. And that's a huge range of movies, too, man. Yeah, it is. That's not like one specific movie, um, you know, where like, if they were all movies about like Mexican-Americans or, 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 or Latinos in oppression... You know, that that's one thing. But th- that's not what these movies are about. You know, you've got movies like with space. You got movies with freaking like this guy being attacked by a bear. You got movies where somebody's having sex with a fish. I mean, there's all kinds, all kinds of stuff. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all over the place. Uh, so I, I really I really can't um, I, I can't disagree with the Oscars too much on this one. But just to kind of throw an idea out there, uh, for my Grungetta, I named the number 79 movie last year, making $35 million, and that's Alpha, which is basically the story of, like, ancient man domesticating the very first dog. So the movie has got very little dialogue. Uh, what little dialogue that is in there is subtitled. So, and yet, I was totally engaged. I mean, the movie is basically about a boy and his dog. And I was into it. I watched the movie twice so far, and uh, I really enjoy it. So I got to think that, you know, a movie about a boy and his dog and keep me interested, I think it's got to be because of a good director. So that's why I gave um, that one my nod. That's fair enough. Fair enough, good sir. You know, I've, I've learned something with our first annual Grungettas. I've learned something about you, Derek. Hmm. You, you are a sophisticated man, sir. I'm very important. Uh, I have... Many leather-bound books, and my 
apartment. Smells of rich mahogany. You didn't between know that? Movies, no. Like, I, 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 this, like, went over my head because, like, between movies like Roma, which is subtitled, Alpha, which is very, you know, very little wording, and it's all subtitled, what it is, and A Quiet Place, like, you don't need words. It just puts you alone in a quiet room and just lets you go to town. <laughs> you know what? I got to be honest. It's hard for me these days. I've gotten so used to this to this culture of like screwing around on my phone and listening to a movie. So yep. like, like when I can't do that, I got to like change my method and I got to like watch a movie differently now. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 uh, and I guess it's kind of this year has kind of taught me actually. This is the year I noticed where I'm like I got to put the phone down and like actually watch a movie and not just listen to a movie. Yeah, you enjoy it a lot more. Um, so my Grangetta, best director, I am going to go with the invisible man, Mr. Ryan Coogler. Why do you call him the invisible Black man? Kid. Because that dude was nowhere to be found. Once the, 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 the Oscars started all these people, what are they doing? They're thanking him every time Black Panther wins. They don't pan to Ryan Coogler in the crowd. They're talking about Ryan Coogler all day long. Where's Ryan Coogler? I don't know. Where did he go? I don't know. He's the invisible man. I saw people talking about that on Twitter, actually. Uh, like Mark Bernard said, like, 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 come on, where was Ryan Coogler? He's like, you know, cameraman, you had one job. One job. Right. Find Ryan Coogler in the crowd, and they weren't able to do it. So good call on that, man. Yeah, like, do they? did the camera people not know what a Ryan Coogler looked like? <laughs> you know, speaking of cameramen, actually, the other thing that was talked about a lot on Twitter was uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper singing that song together, uh, Shallow. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the non-touching orgy they were having on stage? <laughs> I think the favorite thing I saw on Twitter to summarize that was David Spade tweeted a picture of like him watching it on, on his TV and him captioning it with, is there any chance these two aren't screwing? No way. Yeah, there's no chance, man. I said almost the exact same words to my wife. Yeah. When you sat down next to her, I'm like, what the hell? Could they be more obvious? And supposedly, like, like uh, Cooper's uh, girlfriend was on the front row, uh, you know, cheering him on the entire time. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe they got something going on. <laughs> Can we get freaky tonight? I'm leaving that one alone as well. That, that, that's okay. my that's my green book for this podcast. <laughs> All right, I got a shameless plug though, man. Go on demand. There's this uh, there's this uh, there's this show. I don't know the ex whole title of it, but it's called Elvis Something, and it's about this African American guy that goes around interviewing people, and, and it's a documentary, and it's a show. But uh, he interviews Ryan Coogler in Oakland. And they're going around all these spots in Oakland and everything like that. Dude, it's like 45 minutes. It's an awesome show. Uh, them talking about, you know, Ryan Cooler going up in the area and stuff like that. Check it out. Check it out. It's called Elvis Something Goes Walking or Walking with Elvis or something like that. Because the African-American guy's name is Elvis. All right. I've never heard of this. How did you get turned on to it? I, I saw an article talking about this thing that happened in the uh in the episode with ryan coogler and i'm like i gotta check this this show out like i want to see this happen i won't spoil it for you i'll talk to you about it later after it's worse but uh uh you know and i just i turned it on and watched it and i was like 
I was thinking I was just going to wait until that scene happened and then just go. But I didn't, man. I just kept watching. It was very intriguing. Very well done, I thought. Nice. Very nice. I might have to check that out. All right. So on to our next Grungettas. And I got to say, I may, well, so we got a couple of that. We, I think we got, they got them right. So best production design, Black Panther was the winner of the Oscar. And I agreed with it. Agree. And then uh, best costume design. Again, Black Panther was the winner. I totally agreed with it. Okay. Uh, now for cinematography, uh, Roma won that one. And for me, yeah, just, just from the opening credits, I think they could have won uh, best cinematography because the opening credits are beautiful and artistic. You really make me want to watch this damn movie now, man. It's, it's, it, is, it is a beautiful film. It really is. The story is not that, not that interesting. Um, the plot's okay. <laughs> not that interesting. You know, it's not that interesting. It's not that entertaining, but it's artistic. It is beautiful. Okay. I'll give it that. Uh, so, yeah, I, so I agreed with it, but uh, you did not, though, did you? Uh, I don't remember. What did I say? Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You said Black Panther. Which... Look, let's be honest, man. My, my initial thought when we were talking about doing the Grungettas, we were having this discussion. I was like, Black Panther should have won every fucking thing. You can look at everything they did in Black Panther and say, that could win for that, that could win for that, that could win for that. So that was my go-to. If I really didn't know or I hadn't seen the movie, it was Black Panther. Which is kind of funny, this one for me, because I'm like, huh, was there any cinematography in Black Panther? What's the definition of cinematography? Well, for me, it's like 90% of that movie was done in front of a green screen. So does that really count as cinematography? But I wasn't there to see it in front of a green screen, so I don't know what's real and what's <laughs> so not real. There. So, so you're, you're so you're one of those guys that says, "Hey, I'm ignorant of the law," which means it's okay if I break the law. Sometimes. <laughs> Good luck with that. All right, moving on to the next Grangetta, which is sound editing. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody won this. I don't agree with that one whatsoever. Uh, just because the entire thing to me sounded like stuff that was recorded in the studio that was uh, dubbed into the movie. You know, it, mm-hmm. like it didn't seem live to me at all. It seemed just very pre-recorded. So I don't know how you can consider that good sound editing. Me, I wanted to, you know, shake things up. And I think for best sound editing, I would go with a quiet place. That's a good choice. <laughs> and what'd you go with? <laughs> <laughs> probably black panther yes you did <laughs> fuck yeah baby the sound of the freaking the the laser uh thing shooting out of sherry's hands and and all that stuff and yeah black panther all the way baby all right <laughs> and now sound mixing uh for this one bohemian rap city one again and this one i i actually do agree with uh they i think i think you know the final result was they did sound a lot like Queen. They sounded a lot like Queen from the albums, which to me I think is because of sound, good sound mixing. So I let that one slide. I agreed with them. What'd you go with? Okay, I don't remember. Just guess. Probably Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, I just want to let everyone know we will get to a category where I don't choose Black Panther. Yeah, actually, the next two <laughs> categories you didn't choose Black Panther. <laughs> 
I didn't. Because the next two categories were called animated short film and live action short film. And you and I both oh, collectively agreed that we just don't care. And we're not going to include these categories in the Grungettas. No. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Who cares? Yeah, Bayo one. I think I might have saw it. I don't really remember. And then Skin one for uh, uh, live action short. I never saw it. I've never seen any of these shorts. So we're skipping these from our award show. Hey, man, skip it. I've never seen them either. Uh, best original score. All three of us actually uh, agreed on the original score. Black Panther won that. Hands Hell down. Oh, yeah. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, next one uh, Best visual effects. The winner from this from the Oscars was the number, was it 66 film, making 44 million? First Man. I guess you I love that one. Uh, you know, I get it. I guess. I mean, it really did look like, look like the 60s. It really did look like the real spaceships with all the knobs and buttons and switches and all that. It didn't look green screen. It looked like they really built all this stuff. And what that movie did really well was kind of show how horrifying it was to be an astronaut in the 60s. I've never saw a movie mm. that, that showed just how crazy these guys really kind of were. Not crazy, but they all, had a, they all knew that there was a good chance they were going to die. And no other yeah. movie ever kind of showed that. And this one, like through the visual effects, really demonstrated how this horrifying that thing was for them that being said the movie was so boring it was so it took i had to watch this movie four times because the first three times i fell asleep during it ouch because because uh neil armstrong you know played by ryan goslin he hardly talks at all like i think literally he had like two paragraphs with the dialogue it's a boring film except they got a couple of minutes here and there where you see these great visual effects and it won just based on that. I kind of get it. I kind of don't. Okay. Uh, for me, so who's your Grungetta go to? My uh, my Grungetta goes to uh, Avengers: Infinity War, the number two film. Thanos. Thanos, I think, is uh. the best animated character in a live action movie ever up to this point. He looked so mm. good. Yeah, it's man. It's hard to argue that film between Thanos and. You know, all the different planets and, you know, the the whatever that you call his bad guy trio or quartet or whatever they are like that. that they did great job with the visual effects on that movie mm-hmm. uh, and all the dust. I mean, shit, it's like somebody opened a freaking vacuum cleaner and just put a fan in front of it and <laughs> dust everywhere. Yep. Um, but. My grunge that goes to. Drumroll, please. Black Panther. <laughs> and why is that? Because I liked it. Because <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> Wakanda looks beautiful, man. I wanted to go to Wakanda. Yeah. I wanted to check it out. I wanted to walk down those streets and go to the vibranium lair or whatever that tunnel mine thing was. Yeah, I mean, and that was one of people's biggest critique of the film was that they liked what they saw so much from Black Panther and, and seeing Wakanda. They were upset they didn't get to see more of it. So Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so good call on that. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. I totally agree. You know, uh, visual effects, that was the only category that Avengers Infinity War was actually nominated for, and they didn't win it. I'm just... Uh, Travesty. That was the highest grossing film worldwide last year. And, you know, just, give them just one. They, just, they couldn't give them just the one. So... Oh, well. Uh, okay, for the final two Grungettas, we've got Best Film Editing. 
for this one, uh, so the winner was uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. For me, I have no pick on this. I'm not a smart enough guy to know where like where directing ends and film editing begins. I don't know what what good or bad film editing is. So I have no no pick on this. How about you, Nick? I have a pick. Oh yeah. Yeah. My pick's Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about how good the editing was. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man, because there was this one scene where, you know, the, the director said cut, but they kept, you know, going or no, that fuck, man. It was just because it was Black Panther, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Like they spend, you know, months shooting those movies, but they spend years editing those movies. And I think, you know, going back to your your uh, your Infinity War uh, reference, like that movie, it took two years to edit. In Black Panther, it took two years to edit because all the post-production and everything that needs done. How can those movies not win film editing? I think it's because it's, it's how they define editing. Uh, because those two years, it's not really spent really editing. It's more animating. I think it's the way they, they define it today. Ooh. Well, their definition's wrong, and our Grungetta definition's better. <laughs> Fair enough. And the final Oscar award was uh, for makeup and hairstyling. They went with Vice, and the number 60 movie last year, and I agree with them. You know, just from seeing just, like, the first commercials, I'm like, what? That's not Christian Bale. No, that's not. And then I'm staring at him. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Christian Bale. I couldn't believe it. So, yeah, I totally agreed with them for... Uh, Makeup and hairstyling. What do you think? I disagree with them. Oh, yeah? But I agree with the points that you made. I disagree with them because I think black... No, I'm just kidding. It's not Black <laughs> Panther. <laughs> what is it then? Uh, <laughs> truthfully, I thought, and my grungetta goes to Uncle Drew. <laughs> Good pick. And this is a truth. Like, this isn't me jacking around. Like, truthfully... Like I thought the makeup and everything that they did on those on those basketball players, especially the younger basketball players like Kyrie Irving, to make him look that age, but still be able to do that while he's outside playing basketball and sweating, and for that makeup not to go somewhere, I think that that's just a phenomenal job that it deserves props for. Dude, that's a that's a great poll. I, you got a great point there. I, I, I'm kind of jealous. I didn't pick it actually. Yeah, they did a great job aging those characters, and yeah, and them kind of, you know, still playing basketball and looking like that and sweat. Yeah, totally agree. That was the number seventy movie, making forty two million. I wish it had more story, but uh, you know what it did have was it had some good old people in it. Yeah, the movie sucked. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. I had such high hopes for it. It looked so funny, but it wasn't. Uh, I had such high hopes. It was it was complete garbage. But I give them props because they did a great job with the with the makeup on those guys. So uh, yeah, that's my final grungetta of 2000 uh, for movie year 2018 goes to Uncle Drew for makeup. I I want to include the Razzies as well. I want to cover the best and the worst in the grungettas. Oh, I love this idea. The, Let's make it quick because I got to fucking go, man. Come on, all right, man. What do you got? The, the Razzies, man. They the Razzies were political this year and they were brutal. Uh, they went after the same few people over and over and over this year. And you know what? My list, I kind of did the same thing, but they were different people. So the, uh, the Razzies, the worst picture of 2018 went to (laughs) Holmes and Watson. (laughs) 
which I took your daughter, your 13-year-old daughter, to see this movie. <laughs> yes, you did. And you know what? It was definitely below expectations. It wasn't funny hardly at all, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it really was not that bad. It was just way below expectations, in my opinion. For me, the definitive winner was Gotti of 2018. That's where my Razzie Ooh. goes to. Oh, man. I, dude, I wasn't prepared for to say what my suckiest movie of 2018 was. Oh man, I feel robbed. Um, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I really wanted to see Gotti though. You know? <laughs> I, and then, I and then you gave me your, your, watch it. You gave me your review of it, I remember, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking see that movie. That, that movie sounds like complete garbage. How did they ever get that movie made? Yeah. And then you hear about how they got it made, and you're like, ugh. And, and the Razzies, they, got it, they, they at least nominated it, so you know their heart was in the right spot. But uh, for me, it was the winner. Yeah, okay. Fair for, enough. For Worst Actress, they went after Melissa McCarthy hard, and they, they nominated her for Worst Actress, and she won for the Happy Time, for the Happy Time Murderers and Life of the Party. And I'm like, what the heck? Life of, my, Life of the Party, I think, is my favorite Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh, Life of the Party wasn't horrible. No. no, And, and Happy Time Murders, again, below expectations, but I thought it was blah, not bad. I have my winner. Who's that? For Worst Picture and for Worst Actress. Nobody's Fool is Worst Picture, in my opinion. Okay. Tyler Perry movie. Nobody's fool. It was completely horrible, and I feel bamboozled because of what they <laughs> showed me in the previews. And the movie wasn't even about that. And then the actress that was the main character, she was just horrendous in that movie. Was she? Was yeah, she was not interesting. They should have just made what the preview was, and it should have been about Tiffany Haddish and everything would have and Whoopi Goldberg. They were hilarious, but they had such small screen time. So those are my two. All right, for me, for worst actress. Uh, I don't. I didn't have one to be honest. I, I didn't see anything that horrible from actresses last year, but I did not see Nobody's Fool. So maybe I'll I'll I'll, I'll give that a an honorable mention. How about that? Okay, very good. Worst actor, very political. They named Donald J. Trump for playing himself in Death of a Nation and Fahrenheit 11.9 as worst actor. <laughs> Pretty political call for you know this guy you know being in a documentary. Uh, for me, it was John Travolta and Gotti. Just oh, bad. Okay. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, Will Ferrell was also nominated for this for Holmes and Watson. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, mm, yeah, I don't, I, mm, I don't really have a worse actor. I, I don't, I don't think. All so right. I'm going to, I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip this one. All right. Uh, for, for worst supporting actor. Uh, the, the winner was John C. Riley from Holmes and Watson. God, the Razzies did not like that movie. Uh, <laughs> for, for me, uh, I had to go with Jamie Foxx from Robin Hood. I just tried to watch Robin Hood last week. I got halfway through and gave up. Because you know what Jamie Foxx did in that movie? What? He did the whispering thing like he did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Thank God I didn't see that stupid movie. I would skip it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. It wasn't Quiet Place Cool. It was Jamie Foxx bad. 
Well, I'm going to have to agree with you because I don't like Jamie Foxx. So. <laughs> <laughs> Worst supporting actress went to Kellyanne Conway for playing herself in Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 11.9. <laughs> Again, pretty political. I, I didn't have a pick for this. Yeah, I've got I've got nothing on that. For worst remake, ripoff, or sequel, Holmes and Watson win again for that, for the uh, Razzies. For the Grungettas, I gave it to Robin Hood because it was fresh in my head. It was nominated by the Razzies, and uh, I, I, it's not like me to not finish a movie. I didn't finish it, and I didn't care. Fair enough. I, uh, I'll go with you because I've got nothing. In regards to that. The Meg was also on this list as being a Jaws ripoff. The fuck them! <laughs> uh, how do you really I feel, Nick? I hope they go to hell and they die. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell! Damn, that was Samuel L. right there. That was a time to kill. Yeah, I'm gonna. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go home and watch The Meg, and I'm going to be like... <laughs> Razzies don't know shit, bitch. <laughs> hey, that's why we got the Grunchettas. That's right. That's right. Uh, worst director, <laughs> Eaton uh, Cohen from Holmes and Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Boy! <laughs> Me, Kevin Conley from Gotti. It gets my Razzie. Or my uh, Grunchetta, excuse me. All right. I, 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 I'm going to go with you because... I, 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 yeah, <laughs> just, I'm going to go. No, I want to go with the director from Robin Hood, Guy Ritchie. I know he made that movie. That shithead ruined Robin Hood. And he's going to ruin Aladdin this year. I just know it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, could be. Uh, we got two more uh, for worst screenplay. Uh, the Razzies, not, uh, the winner for the Razzies was 50 Shades Freed. I hadn't seen that. For me, the Grangetta winner for worst screenplay was First Man, because Neil Armstrong is almost a mute in the movie. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he talked more in real life. I swear to God, it's like two paragraphs for the entire movie. And the parts where he's actually walking in the moon and doing like the big, you know, one small step for man and all that. Gosling didn't yeah. even do those parts. They piped in the original audio for it. Ooh. <laughs> My worst screenplay is Tyler Perry for Nobody's Fool. <laughs> Fair enough. And lastly, for worst screen combo, <laughs> the winner of the Razzie was Donald J. Trump and his self-perpetuating <laughs> pettiness in Death of a Nation and Fahrenheit 11.9. Good God, they got political with this. Oh, that's hilarious. Me. I'd like to congratulate President Trump on, on his words. <laughs> Me, I did not have um, a strong pick for this. Uh, one of the nominees was Kelly Preston and John Travolta for Gotti. I didn't think Kelly Preston was bad in it. So I vote for the, ma the, the main actress and the main actor from Nobody's <laughs> Fool. I don't remember those names, but they sucked. They had no chemistry. Oh, my God, that movie. That's all I'm going to have to say about that. All right. As good as Black Panther was is as bad as that movie was. So, <laughs> Fair enough. All right, man. And this concludes the first annual Grungettas. Thank you, my co-host. To my co-host, Nick, <laughs> the only man that could look Kevin Hart in the eye because of the same height. 
Thank you so much for helping me co-host this show. It's been an absolute pleasure, Derek. I can't wait to do it again next year. All right, man. That's a plan. I'll talk to you later. All right, sir. Have a splendid evening. Uh, you too. So long, Hollywood. <laughs> Good night, Hollywood. <laughs> All right. And Bradley Cooper's mom. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good, man. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Yep, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody. 